stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Scalzo and Brust across ESPN, Wisconsin. Presented by Door County Brewing Company. Ben Brust here. Getting Alex Strofe, my cousin sub of the day, (laughs) dancing and talking over me like he's Ben Brust. Sorry, Betty. No, I mean, like, again, sometimes when Greg Scalzo is off the show and I do this, I realize what I'm like for Greg Scalzo. And <laughs> wait a minute, are you comparing me to you? Yes, you literally. Yeah. Josh, did he literally? He was me. He cut. He cut me, which is Greg normally off. <laughs> he started dancing and singing no. over the mic. Like it's okay. Why? Why you? Why you okay, say no? So like I've been compared to two people in the last 20 minutes I've been on this show. I've yep. not been compared to the whole monitor, Jesse Nelson, and then and me, ben which Frost. is amazing. Is this hazing or am I seriously that awful? Uh, you got to earn your uh, earn your keep here at Scalzo and Bruss. Yeah, That's just apparently. how it works. Jeez, Ben Bruss here awful. with Brutal. Alex Strofe, producer of the Jump Around Three to Four in Madison. You can hear him across these stations for Wisconsin College Game Day. Josh DiMaggio and Downtown Molly Brown running the show. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. The number to get into the show. JD from Fondy wants uh, me to pay money to every time I say Mertz's first name. For those who don't know. Mertz, number five for the Badgers, uh, the quarterback. <laughs> I got a dancer on his now name. Now you're you can just say the starting quarterback. Nope. <laughs> Mertz, number five, the quarterback from Wisconsin, stinks so much right now that he is not going to yeah. be called his first name until he deserves it. Uh, as well as the Kansas Cannon nickname, that is gone as well. Uh, Bobby Boucher asks, hey, Benny, oh. with s'mores, it's marshmallows, chocolate, and what kind of cracker again? Mertz, uh, that's what it is. 800-990-3776. In the land of non-QB issues, uh, we have Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, which is kind of weird to say because we have like a like a lifespan with that until there are issues uh, as we get to the end of the n- next regular season in playoffs. But Aaron Rodgers is joining Pat McAfee on the Pat McAfee Show on Sirius XM every Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever's good for his schedule. And he talked about the offseason in which, man, this guy holds grudges, and I really appreciate it. Listen to him talk about the guys who came to visit him out in Malibu. In this offseason, it was never about Matt and I. We had great conversations throughout the whole thing. I think there was some you know, fear that maybe I wouldn't come back on his side, which you know, was warranted because I was thinking about not coming back. And, and <laughs> But... But him and I have always had a good relationship. He flew out, uh, you know, we had a good time in Malibu. Um, he brought a couple of, couple of gifts as well. Um, he knows how much I enjoy the uh, the brown liquor and, uh, and also some wine he brought uh, as well. So that was Ooh, that was much cute. I love the good. Other people, other people didn't maybe bring the same type of gifts as, as Matty did. Oh, I read about these trips, though. I want to let you know. I read about these trips. Was Lafleur the first or the last? Uh, he was the first. That, Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee Show on Sirius XM earlier today. Yeah, Benny, you know what this I view this as? And I might sound insane, but this is what I view this as. I view this as a relationship where one person has been cheated on in the relationship, and then they go back and expect 
to be just showered with praise, attention, and gifts. That's what Aaron Rodgers feels like with the Green Bay Packers. He feels as if the front office has cheated him, they haven't valued him, they haven't valued his input, and now he's expecting the brown liquor from his head coach after they're going through this turmoil in the offseason. This is a wacky situation, and he is holding a grudge like somebody that's been cheated on. And he literally throws Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy under the bus because they didn't buy him scotch. Well, my favorite part about it is is Pat McAfee started to talk, and in classic Aaron Rodgers form, he wanted to make sure he got that last right, point across. Right. Like, And again, I, I think... With Matt LaFleur, even in the last year's offseason, there never was a point in the offseason where I felt like Matt LaFleur was against Aaron Rodgers. Like Matt LaFleur yeah. was was even just begging to like let have people know without having them know that like, yeah, Aaron coming back is at my best interest. I'm the head coach. I was thirteen and three the last two seasons because I had one of the best players of all time on my team. So like I, I never thought twice about Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers' relationship, but it's just telling that, like, he wants to have all this time for us to, like, be like, oh, I contemplated retirement. I was finding it. I was finding peace with everything. But then in the Pat McAfee interviews, he's throwing these subtle jabs at Mark yeah. Murphy and Brian Gutekunst. So, like, he's sending me mixed messages here. I was, I'm, I was starting to come around. No, I wasn't. To Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, oh, I called myself out. <laughs> to the idea that Aaron Rodgers is, like, finding this inner peace. But when he does stuff like this, I'm like... Are you just faking it? Like, are you, are you just trying to act like you're better than everyone all the time? But yeah. then when it comes to like walking the walk, you're throwing subtle jabs for no reason at Mark Murphy and Brian Gutekunst. I thought everything was good. And, and you know, you're happy to be back in Green Bay. He just can't let stuff go. No, he can't. I tend to, I tend to side with the quarterback on most of these issues, but I'm finally going to admit it three months later. Mark Murphy was absolutely correct. This guy is as complicated as they come and it still happens. I mean, we talked about Graham Mertz in the last segment a little bit, how he's too focused on NLI and selling T-shirts. Aaron Rodgers is too focused on throwing subtle jabs at the front office. Well, I is think, he actually going to focus on playing football this season, or are we just going to talk about this crazy offseason? I, I, I hope he does. I hope he does because if he's not, if he's not, guys, he's going to turn into Graham. Am Hurts. I overreading this, Joshy? <laughs> yes. Well, of course you guys are. Well, but that's no, what our job it. is to do here, in, in some sense. But they haven't played a regular season. Yeah, I don't care. We're only four played. days away, Joshy. <laughs> we're only four days away, and we're still talking about how Matt Lafleur brought me Scott. Three and a half months ago. Whoop do you do? He sounds like Jesse Nelson that Ben Bruss Venmoed him fifty dollars for his wedding. Yeah, you know what? I tend to agree with that point. He should <laughs> he should get over it. Now, Alex, right. are you somebody who keeps track? Because I feel like Aaron Rodgers is clearly somebody who's like keeping mental notes of everything that happens, and if you wrong him, even if it's in the slightest, he's going to remember it and he's gonna no. pretend like 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 everything's okay, but clearly it's not. No, clearly it's not. No, I'm nothing like that, right? Like, I don't even know who wished me a happy birthday last year, let alone brought me a bottle of scotch. You're telling like, me that you don't go through all the, the, the comments and texts and tweets and Facebook messages? No? Can't, can't say Josh, I do. Josh no. DiMaggio? No, I, I do not keep track of things like that. Ooh, the, the way I do it is even, yeah. Go ahead, Josh, I, keep, I keep track of, like, what I owe people. So on my birthday, a bunch of people, like, 
gave me bought me drinks at the bar and like we're we're very generous and very nice so it's like oh i need to make sure to get them back or you know we're going somewhere and someone buys an uber it's like all right the first drinks on me i take a lot of control over myself but i don't hold it against people because i typically forget like i couldn't tell you who wished me a happy birthday or not like i think all of my family did i'm not 100 percent certain well the reason why I have to keep track is because I'm bad at it. Uh, like, <laughs> my brother Steven, I'll never live it down. Forgot? I called him at 11 o'clock p.m. Ooh. on his birthday. Oh, hey, and I mean, you still beat the, you beat the time. Yeah, I beat, no, but like, I think, I think almost would have been better if I didn't beat the buzzer, you know, because it was like, <laughs> holy cow, I forgot, instead of like, I really forgot, you know, like it would have been a better excuse. Don't you think if I just was like, holy crap, like yesterday just got away from me. I'm yeah, so sorry. Right, I love right. you versus like panic, call him like everyone's giving him love. And he's like, oh, there goes my brother not calling me. So, right. Yeah. Hey, buddy, I know you're probably in bed for the two hours, but uh, happy birthday. Hope it was a good one. <laughs> he been, he's got four kids. He could have been sleeping, too. Or, or, you know, like I know life changes as you get older. And so no, right. on, on my birthday, when people do wish me happy birthday and holy cow, thank God Greg Scalzo is off right now because he I owe him money every time I mention my birthday. Uh, so, well, that's right. Wait, what? Yeah, every every time I mention my it's birthday $10. on the show, it's ten dollars that I that I uh, yeah, that counts. That well, counts in so, my so, here. You know, Josh, don't do this to me. It's, my gift from Greg for my thirtieth birthday started See? at two hundred dollars, and it goes down every time ten bucks every time I say my, it's my birthday. See, well, up. now you're down to like hundred and forty in this segment. Well, so. it's just once per day. So once I blow it, I just okay. I just okay, go I gotcha. over the top. Um, but when, it, when when someone does leave me like the the Facebook post, I'm like, oh, that was sweet. I haven't talked to that person in like three months, <laughs> and then I'll like look to see if their birthday is like within like. That month, after that month, I mean, I forget who who sends it, but I I, I do a good effort for about a so, month. So, so this brings up an interesting place for me. So on my birthday, Ben, you were a day late. Oh. So am I given in this in if yes. if roles were reversed, yes. would yes. you purposely text me the day? If I text you a day late, would you make sure to do it a day late? Or would you not bother? Would you? How would you handle that situation? It obviously depends on the relationship, but considering you and I have never hung out outside of work, <laughs> I've like like I feel like if if it were the roles reverse, I'd give you a pass. Like if you texted me a day late. I would be okay with it, but actually I wouldn't because I invited you to the actual party on my birthday, which means you didn't go, which means I'm mad at you because we still aren't hanging out outside of work. You guys are brutal. I don't understand your relationship because you come off as such great friends, but you we guys are. have never even hung out. We're no, not air work if friends, if, right? If you've never hung out, you're not friends. It's, it's work not friends, Stroke. Work <laughs> friends. Sure, you can be work friends, but you're not friends. Well, that's been clearly uh, very much established on Scalzo and Brust. <laughs> We're working towards it. Josh, how long What's have we... What's taking so long? It's probably been, what, a year and a half that we've worked like in the same city I, okay, together? Josh I, Josh, I know you're a flake. I know that is kind of your... your yeah. yeah. yeah that's, his M.O.? That's your wraparound ESPN Wisconsin. Right, his M.O. And why Why are you flaking on Benny? I, I feel like I've, that's like... I've what, actually... Him and Greg have to be the last two people you flake on. I've actually never flaked on Ben in any situation. Ben? Is that true? I think Ben has... Like, what usually ends up happening is Ben or I invite each other to things, and like... Schedules don't align. Yeah, they don't align. Like, I... 
I've invited Ben a few places. He couldn't make it. Ben's invited me at least one I can think of. <laughs> but I think he flaked on his own plans because he had a big yeah. Saturday, so Sunday was spent apologizing to Susie. That is, not to uh, bring up a sore oh, subject. Uh, wow. Well, it's okay. You know, stuff like that happens in relationships. Sure does. you got to learn That's from true. them and get better so and grow.